We back again. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 240 episodes of You Can't Make This Up Podcast. Numbers on the board. Yeah. Dizzle, you said you was doing what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's hot outside, man. I was out in the field. Uh oh. Getting the, getting the house ready for something? Man, so the worst, or t- this got to be top three, worst parts about owning a house is the upkeep. <laughs> Having to mow the fucking lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it started getting hot a couple weeks ago. People was waiting to mow their lawns. Like, I started hearing mowers around the neighborhood. I'm like, fuck, is it time now? Is it- <laughs> I ain't trying to have them looking at me crazy because my lawn... Uh, be raggedy quick. <laughs> so I pulled out the lawnmower today. N- neither one of them bitches worked. So I'm over here cranking two different lawnmowers. Neither one of them working. Put gas in both of them. I'm still out of breath if y'all can't hear right. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you trying to go who? I, I need it. <laughs> he ain't ready. He ain't ready. I need it. So I didn't even get to I didn't even get to mow the lawn, but me and the wife was out there like getting a uh, getting like the garden area ready because we had a whole bunch of dead leaves and twigs that ain't about to grow into nothing. So we got to pull them bitches. So we've been doing that for like the last thirty minutes. Man, oh man, you speak about that, man. Damn right, home ownership had to call an electrician because um, one of the plugs at the crib just decided I ain't gonna work no more. Yeah, mm. a light switch in the bathroom just said, I ain't going to work no more. So I'm like, at first I'm thinking, like, I can handle that. But the wife, you know, she giving me that look like, you know, that's not your pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> you just had that same thing. <laughs> same thing, like the outlet in the back patio wasn't working. Called an electrician. In the, like you said, bathroom. So the outside back wasn't working, and then the bathroom wasn't working. Call the electrician. This nigga go down there, flip two switches, and call it a day. Had that bitch working just from hitting the switch on the breaker, man. Nigga, worst 100 bucks ever. <laughs> 100 snaps for that? 100 snaps. Damn. No, this shit need to be changed. Like, it need to be changed for real. Like, and, like, even, like, you know, it, I've been known it need to be changed because, like, if you try to, like, plug in something, the damn uh, brick from... The iPhone will just fall out, so it just needs mm-hmm. to be replaced here. And it don't even have like a, a the third prong on there, like the ground outlet on there. Mm-hmm. So I just need to get that. I should have been did it, but just being lazy. So I I know I could do that, but I ain't really down uh fucking with switches in the bathroom because it's in our uh master bathroom where really there's no window in there, so there's no light. So I'm not about to be in that bitch with a flashlight trying to fill it with wires and all that type of stuff. So I figure, like, yo, if I'm going to get that done by a professional, I might as well get this done by a professional. So I got the electrician coming out to handle that shit on Wednesday. Uh, like you said, Dizzle, people around the neighborhood starting up the lawnmower. Old man across the street already cut his grass. Seemed like he didn't cut it twice before I even got to it once. And I was looking at him like, man, who are you trying to impress, bro? What you got to prove, man? Like, relax, bro. He been relaxed all year, man. No, nah, he'd be the first one out there with a snowblower. He'd be the first one to have his driveway clear, his sidewalk clear. Then you can walk that little ass dog. He is. You just be showing off, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm out here doing it. 
doing. I, y'all, I'm older than y'all, but my shit stay clean. I just be looking at it with the side eye like this. Long be having waves. That shit be 360 spinning. Uh, that nigga shit thick, thick. That I got bright green. Bright green. <laughs> I got all these dead patches in the yard. I just be like, what the fuck is he doing? Because I don't never see him out there with no chemicals. I just be seeing him out there cutting this shit. I'm jealous. <laughs> Shout out to my brother-in-law, man. He he has a lawn business, and uh, he been he been taking care of my mom's yard and all that. And he just put the mulch down. The neighbors done saw him putting the mulch down. He done got hit with four houses in the cul-de-sac with business, so he about to have a whole block locked up. So, shout out to my bro, man. I know I know at that time of year, I ain't, you know. I'm still renting, so I'm, I'm listening to the floor. <laughs> Come on and get down. Come on and get down with these struggles, brother. Come on and get down. Coming man, soon. I just, like, I just think about, like, the apartment days and just, like, oh, but this shit ain't working. Just dial up the office. Like, yeah, this ain't working. And, and then make Yeah, my garbage disposal brand new. I just got that shit Tuesday. My <laughs> garbage disposal went out. I just I just called up Bill, like, yo, come through with the garbage disposal. He said, I'm on the way. Man, you know. Simple. Funny enough, man, me and the homie Jimmy Mack, we talk about this all the time, like about renting and owning and everything like that. And I'm a proponent of like, well, it really just depends on where you live. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you live in New York, obviously renting is probably like a better option depending on where you live at in New York. But like in Ohio, you know what I'm saying? You can own something for cheaper than what you rent. So him and I be going at it about that and he be sending me all this stuff about renting versus owning and stuff like that. Which I always find funny because, like, he owns two homes. You know what I'm saying? He rents out two homes. He's like, but I got to hustle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, like, them, I, I rent the spot that I live in, but uh, I own the shit that I rent out. I was like, I feel you. You got it going, <laughs> man. Hey, so, how you like doing that? That, that sounds like a, uh, I've been, I've been thinking, man. With my real estate license with a house under my belt. Okay. The nigga might have to get into the investment in investment game and just get a property just to rent out. Is that something he has been doing and will keep doing? I know he uh I think he's still on the spot in Fairborn, even though he lived down in Houston mm-hmm. and everything like that. Uh I will tell you this, uh well you knowing you, you'll like it. You know what I'm saying? Like I What's the money? Brother, that's that's, that's exactly. what I'm worried about, that bottom line. But I mean, like, shoot, if if you already own the house, well, you ain't, like, charging, like, just say, just throw out a number, say, if your mortgage on the house is 600 bucks and then you're charging your tenant 1000 but you're not taking, you're not pocketing that 1000 you taking half of that money to go put, pay the mortgage or whatever. Now, if you own the property, then it's mostly profit for yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's all about the property if you own it or you still trying to own it through the bank and everything like that. I will tell you, my brother, he hated it when he did it. He had a couple of properties uh, up in Akron. He said he hated it. Like, motherfuckers yeah. them all the time and everything like that. And he's like trying to push it off onto his maintenance man and just some things that his maintenance man couldn't do. And he's like, nigga, how do you expect me to do it? I don't know. That's why I hired you. <laughs> right. So like, I guess it just really all depends, man. But like, you know what I'm saying? You in the game. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. One of my business, one of my business partners, he has a a four unit. I was gonna say that might be a suggestion. He got a little four unit apartment where you know what I'm saying he he's had it long enough to where I'm I'm sure he's getting close to owning it. He's had that thing since he was probably 25. Mm. So he he had got it real young and um keeps keeps it full. So he got four rents coming. 
you know what I'm saying? He put some back for the maintenance of, you know, water heaters and dishwashers for you, know, all that type of stuff he got to take care of. But for the most part, it seemed to be a lucrative thing for him. So something to That's check out for sure. About, yeah, because one thing that I have learned in this small short time I've been in real estate is that there are a lot of sectors that you can specialize in. And most of them is lucrative. So mm-hmm. I ain't. You know, right now I'm be slinging houses and shit like that. But uh, five, ten years, I might be on something totally different. Just seeing how this money, seeing how the money flowing. Yeah, man. How that first showing go? Oh, we ain't talk about the showing yet. Ah, nah. <laughs> I thought we did talk to. All right, man. So <laughs> just off these couple of shows, I I know that. There is going to be a wide range of people. It, I, it's just weird, man. So the first joint we showed in uh, Troy, and uh, they were first-time home home buyers, new couple, got a baby on the way. The house was just too small. We, we got in. We walked around, looked at some stuff. Okay, the basement ceiling's too small. The dude had to duck. Shit like that. Okay, we left. The second couple... They this is their second home that they're buying, but the guy is like a mechanic or he deals with equipment a lot. So when we're going in the house, he had his own little flashlight and he walking in looking at everything. House hunters, cuz. Bruh, he he pulling up. Him and his wife is talking. Yeah, the baseboards are broke down. You got to pull up the carpet. Yeah, they didn't even put this down when they. Yeah, it looks like they might have done something there with the spigot over there. And then he started like looking at the shit. And then we went in the basement. He's looking at the wiring. He's looking at the how the water line is crossing over the air conditioner. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? He don't, <laughs> he don't need us. <laughs> me and the other guy, like my mentor that's like been showing me around, bringing me on his shit. I'm thinking like, man, this nigga don't need us. He walking around doing the thing himself. Like he looking at the ceiling fans. One of the houses we looked at, he was like, I think the foundation is leaning. Like he was doing a, a lot. And I'm like, bro. You said what? Pull out the marble. I seen that on House Hunters before. Like this uh one lady, uh, he she was shopping for a house and her dad came with her and he pulled out the marble. It's like, well, I check the foundation, you pulled out roll. the marble. And it rolled. Like, see, I told you. I could tell. I could see it from the driveway. I was like, damn. <laughs> he didn't have a marble, but they had a bowl of fruit on the table. He was about to take an orange off the bowl, like out of the bowl, and just roll the orange. But the wife stopped him. <laughs> <laughs> but so with the second couple, we looked at three houses in two days, and from the hot appears with the market that's going now, bro, houses aren't staying on the market for long. So you don't got too much time to think about it. If you like it, best believe five or six other people like it, and they probably going to put an offer. So you got to go ahead and throw your, throw your shit in the ring. By the way, they looking, they not about to get a house for a while. And I asked them, I'm like, so how many houses have y'all seen so far? They said they lost count. And by the way that they nitpicking at everything, bro, it ain't looking too hot for them. They need so, to build. That's what, yeah, yeah. They need to just make it custom, everything how they want it, brand new. Because they was literally, at the three houses we looked at, the whole time they was looking and was finding shit. But if you're looking that hard, you're going to find, unless it's a brand-ass, new-ass house, you're going to find something. 
Well, I need to bring him with me because I walk in and see the right, the right, the right color scheme. I'm gonna be like, I like it. Yeah, it's gonna be. They gonna be like, nope. from there. Your water spigots are crossing in the winter. That's gonna run you about twenty five hundred. Tell you the whole rundown, man. Oh my! I need him goodness. on the squad. Killer, what you get into this week? Man, uh, slow motion, really, just uh, work. We was getting ready for We had Doctor's Day. We had a shout to the community health people. Um, order like 40 arrangements for their doctors, you know, throughout the pandemic. I'm sure they've dealt with a lot. So they ordered some arrangements for all the doctors at the different community health centers around town. So we had that big order. And then getting ready for Easter, we ended up having like 90 orders Friday and like 70 orders Saturday. Everybody, you know, getting ready to send out Easter arrangements. So Still rolling big with the holidays, and uh, my family went up to Michigan for the weekend, so I was solo dolo. Had a Pornhub on the 55-inch, so you know what I'm saying? We was jumping, so. That hit <laughs> different when you could turn the volume up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Scream, scream if you want to. Scream if you want to. Speaking nah, of but that. Yeah, it was a slow motion weekend. Speaking of that, man, did I send y'all the link about Utah and them trying to ban porn on cell phones and tablets out there in Utah. Yeah. How crash is that, man? That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. What? So what's going on to make them do that though? Like, who came up with that bill and what was their reason behind I mean, it? You know, they got a lot of Mormon people out there in Utah. You know what I'm saying? They uh very uh... out that way, man. So I'm sure like that has a lot to do with it. But the real topic about porn is uh allegedly young Lamelo out here bagging. <laughs> Uh, Tiana Trump, though, is it true? Yeah. Is it, he about to be a young goat, <laughs> right? I'm like, look, really? Keep in <laughs> mind, this is on the injury. My nigga ain't even playing right now, <laughs> right? Reach to the dome, literally. <laughs> yeah, he out there living, and she Lucky like what life. twenty? She in her mid twenties. He just turned nineteen, right? Something like that. Young goat. Man, see, like that—that that gotta be terrible, though. Like you a celeb, you got dough, and that shit get out. Like you ain't about to wife that, I don't think. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you just had a good weekend, like every fella that you know that you know has had twenties, <laughs> but but the whole world just know that shit gotta be terrible. Gotta be. That's terrible. a win. That's a win. In this category, though. <laughs> he ain't gotta worry about that one. That one getting out. We we looking at him like that's my guard. <laughs> Point guard of the future, right there, player. Hey, man, it is what it is. Nah, shout outs to Lamelo. The Hornets is looking. What was they? They was like fourth in the East. They still, yeah, they still might make the playoffs without him. Till he got hurt, he out. Uh, Hayward he out. Guy, Hayward's Ooh. out as well. So they probably just about to hit the, hit the wall, man. They about to hit the wall. Uh, me, man, I ain't do shit this week at all. I don't even know what I did. Like I barely even watched any TV. <laughs> To be perfectly honest, uh, you know, obviously yesterday was Easter, ate good, took a Powerball nap. I, I, matter of fact, I ain't take a nap. I went to sleep. Like, I was like, <laughs> like, like, shit, I didn't even mean to. I, like, I actually fell asleep on the couch when we was watching TV, just chilling or whatever. And then I went to the bed and then really went to sleep. So, like, I don't even think I did anything this weekend outside. I watched uh, the Final Four, that buzzer beater by uh, Gonzaga on Saturday night was pretty dope. But yeah. other than that, man, very slow motion, man. Very slow motion for me. That was 
That was me with the kids away. I came home to the silent house, but I fell asleep watching Jeopardy. I woke up at one in the morning, like, <laughs> this ain't good. I had a full night's sleep, and it's midnight. It's 1245. I was up from 1245 <laughs> to 5 a.m. wired, like, what doesn't happen here? So, <laughs> it's the porn. It's the porn on the big screen. <laughs> right. Y'all yes, see I turn on some old porn. <laughs> Put me right back to sleep. <laughs> right. Had to find something. That's Facts, funny. man. Facts. So, apparently, KD and Michael Rappaport had a big blow up on IG, man. So, you were not aware when it went down. Dizzle, can you remind them? This is some trash. This is some bogusness. So I don't know. I thought they was playing at first. <laughs> but Rappaport, uh, I don't even know what he is at this point. He ain't a, is he a comedian? Uh, is he an actor? Because I ain't seen him in nothing since he was racist in that one movie. Higher Learning. Higher, lear- right. is higher <laughs> Learning, yeah. That shit came out in 95. That's the last <laughs> thing I seen him in. So... He posts to Instagram the DM exchange between him and Kevin Durant. And I believe that he does this. He does post DMs. So this isn't out of his character, but Kevin Durant is definitely the most famous person that I've seen him post. Um, But KD was going off, saying he was about to slap him when he see him, saying he was going to spit on him when he see him. He gave him the the address, told told him to pull up. What else? He said some other shit too. He said some other shit. Talked about his wife. He said, "I bet your mm. wife is up." What? What he say? Your wife don't respect you. Just yeah. going in on the man. Yeah, man. Where was you at with it, Dizzle? Meet a killer. I was more so just kind of shocked by it all. Like I know Rappaport, he get he get loose on a, on a on an AM on an AM IG post and just let anybody have it, but. This was kind of just like for what? I just didn't understand the whole why. Like, what's where is where is the the backstory? Like, is this is this some real beef going on, or is this just some somebody just just yapping and then it just hit the fan? So I I was kind of lost with it. To be honest, I, I wasn't really sure like like where it all derived from. Basically, uh, that's where I'm at. With it. I was just stuck. I I, I didn't understand why. Yeah, from everything that I understand, Rappaport, you know, this is his wave now. You know what I'm saying? He has his podcast. He's very opinionated. He's on, uh, you know, with Skip and Shannon. He jumps on their show, gives his sports takes and everything like that. Just basically calling KD soft because, you know what I'm saying, he ain't never going to win a championship on his own team. He always got a stat roster, yada, 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 that type of stuff. And, like, yeah, he do, I think, uh, the shame game, I think it's what it's called, like, when he do, when he uh, screenshots people that uh, slide in his DMs and get racial and just get all types of crazy on them, so he shame them or whatever. And he did the mm-hmm. same thing to KD. Now, I will say this about KD. Like, bro, you got to stop being so sensitive, bro. You got to stop <laughs> responding to any and everybody, bro. You got to chill with that, man. Like, it'll drive you crazy. I've said this mm-hmm. numerous times, man. I think, like, KD and Kyrie are some of the most unhappy people on the planet. Like, how come you always mad, bro? And it's just like, seems like you constantly looking for somebody to go at it with. Like, dude, you, you, you a superstar. You got millions of dollars. But that goes to prove, man, just because you have those tangible things, it don't 
make you happy because apparently KD is going in this man's DMs talking about he gonna spit on him, his wife don't respect him and all that shit. Yeah, I, I, I get you. I understand, man. I understand, like, look, man, you get fed up because every time you jump on social media, your name trending, so you're gonna let somebody have it. But, like, yo, you a fool to think this dude wasn't gonna screenshot that. You a fool yeah. for that, man. You you famous, he famous, y'all gonna run into each other eventually. Just be patient. And when you see him, approach him man to man and see if he talked that shit then because chances are he ain't gonna talk that same shit that he talking on the IG. KD need to chill, man. This was, uh, see, I feel differently. This was prime KD here. This was the burner <laughs> KD on his actual account. You know what I'm saying? So KD, you respect that the fact that this is on his real account? I respect that it's on his real account. And I respect <laughs> that his apology wasn't, uh, I apologize for what I said. It was wrong. No. He said, I apologize that y'all seen it. Now, I apologize <laughs> that y'all had to see that. <laughs> so he ain't taking it back, man. Uh, and Rappaport, everybody knows he goes in on on everybody else so why is he why is he flipping the script getting his lawyer involved i guess katie said oh so now you're gonna call your lawyer when when i'm busting back so why is rapper poor getting his lawyer involved why is he knew this was gonna happen i just don't like when the when the tables is turned he 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 snitching so all this led up to katie getting fined 50 racks pocket change i think yeah, definitely for him. Uh, I think it's because of that. And it's a bad look for the league. He said some, uh, you know what I'm saying, some anti-Semitic stuff about Jewish people and everything like that in his rent. So I get him there. I definitely get the lead there. Did yeah, he? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was going in, dog. And, you know, all that, I was with him until he said that. I, I Even, like, you know, the whole spitting thing is a little weird. But, like, you know, like, when he took it to the Jewish shit, I'm like, yo, bro, like, can't say that, man. You got to know better than that man it's like like just inviting them down to 22nd street to fight okay i'm cool with that <laughs> when right. i see you i'm beat your ass i'm cool with that like but the other shit like you need to chill on man but yeah you're right dizzle right before it like he definitely gets <clears throat> Takashi. so so i forgot i did do one other thing your boy then got the hey. shot it's, it's, Hey, better get them hamstrings ready. I know. I'm ready to hoop. <laughs> <About> to be hoop. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I got to wait a whole nother month, though, for the second one. Yeah, what, yeah. what, what uh, what shot did you get? Like Moderna, uh, Pfizer? Pfizer. Pfizer joint. How's how it, how'd it, yeah, how'd it go? Uh, so far, so good. Shoulder a little sore. And I thought it was going to hurt because I'm sitting next to this other lady and she's squealing in her seat. When the, when she got when she got the needle in her, but I don't look at the needle because I already know that's gonna fuck me up. And it happened so fucking fast. It felt like a, just a little pinch, and that was it. I almost didn't think she did anything because it was so yeah. quick. Only thing I had symptom wise was like the evening of the of the shot and like day two. It felt like somebody frogged me in my sh- shoulder <laughs> if I was to touch it. It, yeah. it had like a. But if I wasn't messing with it or just sitting there, I didn't feel nothing. But if someone was to touch my shoulder or I rub it, it felt like an old bruise. Gotcha. But that was it. it. It didn't even on a pain scale. It was like a two, a one. Like it was, it was just you just felt it. It wasn't really nothing serious. So. And you got the that's Pfizer. All I had. No, I got the Moderna. But but check this. I'm nervous, bro. One of one of my coworkers. She's 25. 
her parents are 65 and up and um she got i guess they were going to get the shot and someone at their location wasn't there or something and they had a shot free like like an extra one so they called mm-hmm. her she met her parents there and got her shot but she got her second shot like monday she was in work tuesday and midday temperature rocketed up to 101 she had body chills yeah like like she just faded to black towards the work day and went home slept you know chicken noodle soup type of night and got up in the morning and felt amazing but just seeing her go through that i was like fuck i've heard that (laughs) yeah my wife put a little post out just asking what people's symptoms were that are fully vaccinated and pretty much everyone said that second one you're gonna feel it the next day yeah Tell them motherfuckers man up my grandma 90 years old she said she ain't feel shit to be fair my grandmother's been through many a vaccination <laughs> like mm-hmm. she didn't live through it all so like this is like work for her but yeah like i've heard mm-hmm. that as well like the second one is the one that gets you yeah i'll let you so know so you mean to tell me <laughs> the most worried about the Rona is the only one that ain't been vaccinated. <laughs> hey, catch up. We're going to be outside your door in a couple weeks. Like, catch up. Catch up. Big, I'm hustling backwards. <laughs> I'm going to come ride your bike in a few weeks. Yeah, so what? You, you waiting on a date? Like, what you waiting on? No, I'm good to go. I'm going uh Friday at 1 o'clock. Friday at nice. one o'clock. I actually was able finally to book it uh going out in Beaver Creek um out there to get it done because I was trying to get it done at uh Walgreens and then I tried CVS and I tried <laughs> Kroger and I was like, Man, forget it, man. Like like it just keep kicking me out and then I got into the uh spot in uh Beaver Creek like that. Like, all right, yeah. see you on Friday at one o'clock. I'm like, Bet, let's get this show on the road. Dope, yeah. dope, dope. I was up at UD Arena. They was deep, boy. It oh, was parking lot was deep. I walked in. They had the whole operation going. About fifteen people signing in. When them people sign in, ship them off to the little seating area. Get them shots. And then they was like, "You gotta wait fifteen minutes because if you don't feel well, you can't leave." And then the person beside me got the shot, just got up and walked off. I'm like, "Oh, this nigga don't care." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, now. Um, imagine the VA. A whole bunch of just war vets that think they shit don't stink you'll see somebody come up there and tell them to wait 15 minutes this dude sat in a chair he looked right he looked left and <laughs> walked out like, yeah like, I, I got somewhere to be <laughs> <laughs> oh people Man. Don't, don't be messing around so i'm not even sure if we talked about this uh last week but uh sweetie and quavo the video of them getting into it on the elevator man what was y'all thoughts on that Man, that shit looked like a a drunken night in <laughs> everyone's twenties. Uh, it just looked like it looked like you know one of the situations where you know two people in a relationship, one of them getting a little getting a little rowdy, the other one trying to trying to keep keep their foot down as being the alpha male, and uh, look, it looked like a little tussle, Russell, a little a little. Uh, knee scab on the elevator floor, but apparently this was like a year ago. Right. And, uh, they were tussling over a video console or something of that nature, and it looked kind of looked like 
Look like one of them. Get off my shit, bitch. You ain't doing shit with my PS4. Get that shit up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw this shit out the window. <laughs> right. I'm going to throw you what? out the window. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't think it was one nothing crazy. And they they had Ray Rice trending when that when it happened. I was just about to say everybody on Ray Rice, nigga. Everybody see an elevator video, you automatically think of it. It's either gonna be the Jay Z incident or it's gonna be the Ray Rice incident. It's gonna yeah. be somewhere in that range, and this wasn't even neither. yeah. He falls right in the middle. Like <laughs> obviously, you know, in a perfect world, every man will handle himself like Jay Z did, and you know what I'm saying, just take the L. And then obviously you got the Ray Rice situation where it was totally left, and now you have the Quavo situation where it's kind of like in the middle. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, there ain't no joking matter, but the funniest shit to me was when that nigga looked dead into the camera, like, <laughs> "Yes, nigga, this is gonna be on TMZ, my G." Yes, right. absolutely. He looked dead at the camera, man. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. that uh, that it didn't even release. Like it was a year ago. I'm sure they had yeah. the footage, but I guess since they broke up. Oh yeah! <laughs> Since they broke up, they hadn't somebody. Time How did they even get that? Timing is everything. Somebody, somebody timestamped that shit when they was at work. You know what I'm saying? And they was already thinking five figure checks. So <laughs> somebody timestamped that. I would just waited for the phone call. Yeah, I got the tape. <laughs> Max. That's what Max. that. That's what that was. Why we on the? Why we on the music, but, bro? We we ain't mentioned DMX, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Man. What's the what's the update? Uh, Grave shoot. conditions. They had a memorial this evening outside of the hospital. His family is what I read. Uh, latest news that I heard today. Uh, sounds like off or still uh, either on or off life support. I'm not sure, but it sounds like he's still very little brain activity and uh, mm-hmm. not doing well, man. So hate to see that man one of the goats one of the you know most inspirational people for me in my sporting life when i was you know on the bus getting ready to go play whatever sport that dmf come on it puts you in a different a different mind space so i definitely a huge fan of dmx and i hate hate to see some of the things that he's been struggling with his entire career finally starting to nip him in the butt man because he's been this ain't no new situation for him it's been a constant struggle He's been in and out of rehab, both kind of forced rehab and self-checked in. He's been trying to, you know, deal with this for a long time. And it's just it's sad to see somebody that you know been struggling with it, dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, he got some demons that he's been dealing with for a very long time, man. And now he's up against a battle of his life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like Killer yeah. said, like when you have a little bit of brain activity and you suffer the situation that he has, man, you just hope for the best, man. And and pray for the family. Like, really, that's all you can do. And I really hope yeah. that, like, people is really, you know what I'm saying, when they say pray for the family or pray for X or whatever, they really doing it as opposed to just dropping that hashtag. You know what I'm saying? Killer, yeah. you already know how we feel about the hashtags. You know what I'm saying? Everything like that. Do you truly believe it or are you just posting it on the gram and keeping it pushing? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. if you really care about X and that he had that type of effect on you via his music and he inspired you, you know what I'm saying? It don't take nothing but a couple minutes, you know what I'm saying, to shoot him and his family a prayer. Hopefully he gets better and uh, yeah. keep it moving, man. My uh, my my business partner last year, or I want to say not too far long ago, but DMX was down in Cincinnati. He had a show down there. And um, my dude and his wife, uh, she had a, a kidney um, replacement right before the pandemic. 
and they hadn't done nothing, gone nowhere, and it was still real heavy quarantine, but they just wanted to change the atmosphere. So they went and checked into a hotel, Cincinnati, took their bikes down there, just kind of spent time with themselves in a different atmosphere, but still was on the quarantine in 2020. And mm-hmm. during that weekend, DMX had a show down there, and, they, and, and my dude ran into him in the lobby, and that was like his favorite rapper. So like he fanned out, you know what I'm saying, got mm-hmm. to talk to him, and then missed the opportunity to ask for the picture. But then... When they went and rolled bikes and had, had had a meal or whatever, came back, ran into him again in the elevator and got the picture. So it's a uh, he he uh, he that's like his favorite rapper. So he's definitely been uh, talking about it this week and just everybody's keeping him up in prayers and hoping he can pull through. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, facts. DM, DMX, one of them artists is like respected, loved by black folk, love cult following with white folk. It's like. And then they showing his prayer visual. He's having a prayer visual actually going on right now. It's deep. Bikers, everybody. Like, everybody's out there. I did see the Rough Riders came out a night night or two ago to the hospital. They rolled up out there and showed some support. So, sad, man. But we hope we can can pull through, man. We praying for him. Facts, facts. There ain't no easy way to transition from that to this. But uh, I saw this uh, on the homie Van Latham. He got his podcast. And uh, he asked his co-host. Would you take a hundred million dollars or end racism? Dizzle, we don't even need to ask you. So, <laughs> so this is more of a me and a killer question. <laughs> but we'll get you out the way. Dizzle, would you take a hundred million dollars or end racism? Okay, all right. Good to, know. Good to know. Good to know. So killer, what's up? Racism is gonna be ended for me if I have a hundred million dollars. I ain't about to deal with no racism whatsoever. Um, me and Facts. my white mother go. We're gonna ride off into the sunset. That's facts. Now, come on, militant. OG. What you gonna do, OG? Now, the the answer that I will want to give is to end racism that's what i will want to say but then i think like okay so what a all right boom boom snap a finger racism ends. you know it, it does does that truly stop you know what I'm saying the wealth gap in the in the united states did that help the educational gap and everything like that because we already know the better the more income you make that means you get a better education because you live in a different area you know what i'm saying if you live in the live in the city versus the suburbs, the p- kids in the suburbs get a better education than the kids in the city. So does that change or just, all right, racism, people stop being assholes and stop being racist and stop using slurs and that type of thing. Does that really help people? I think you know I think how, more, go ahead. I'm just going to say, you know how miserable I would be if I ended racism and I'm living my current life and I ended racism <laughs> But I passed up on a hundred mil. Like I'll be miserable, miserable. Facts, facts. <laughs> because at the end of the day, racism is like so. You end racism, and then what? Right. So like, air, everybody just go on ahead, sir. Right, this you know, like you know, nah, ain't no more wrong. Niggas are still rude. They just yeah, not racist, racist about it. <laughs> right. You're still day, assholes. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So okay. I think okay. that I I'm taking the check, though. Do 
you more good with the hundred million dollars than the end racism. I could, you know what I'm saying? I could take, you know, I don't know. I'm greedy like that. I could take 50 mil off the top and just live and then, you know, donate and give back with the rest of the money. Like, all right, man, help people out, you know, give back to, you know what I'm saying, communities, give, start funds and everything like that for kids to get better educations and things like that. So I'm going to take the hundred million for multiple reasons because, you know what I'm saying, deep down inside, I know I got a good heart. So I'm going to give back. But I know I'm a selfish nigga, too, and I want to, you know what I'm saying, get mine off, too. So I think I could do more good with $100 million than just, boom, and racism just ends at the drop of a dime. Because just because racism ends don't mean people ain't going to be assholes. And I doubt if I'll ever live long enough just like to see the shit come full circle where, like, all right, racism ends, everybody's at the same starting spot. It ain't just going to happen like gonna- that. You're going to get a building, a bridge, and a street if you end racism right the day after. So you're going to be allowed to see all that. I can't spend that, whole, though. I can't spend that, whole... though. That don't buy it. That don't buy it. You're going to have a whole building at Wright State. You're going to have. You gonna be jumping. I get that with the 100 mil. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get that with the 100 mil. And, and them bridges is not going to buy me new sneakers, either. So, so what Van Lathan say? Van Lathan say he'll end racism? Uh, he started out saying he would, but then eventually he came around to say he, he couldn't live with himself because ultimately he was going to be like, man, if people wasn't giving him enough credit for ending racism, he would get mad and upset about it. Like, he would want fucking like a bullhorn to say, hey, that's Van Lathan. He ended racism. <laughs> and I feel it. <laughs> so you might as well just go ahead and take the money. Yeah, keep the golf clap and give me the check. <laughs> Factual. Oh, shit. Is this true? ESPN will part ways with Paul Pierce. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> oh, he was getting too lit. That's trash. Man. Yeah. That's trash. So, wait that a second. what he's going to do. I'm seeing him trending right I need, now. I need confirmation. I need confirmation. That's April, that's April Fool's. Hold on. So so backstory for those that don't know, Paul Pierce was on his IG live, living his best life, smoking what appeared to be marijuana, rolled into a Garcia Vega, and was was getting it popping with wait some a minute. in the wait background. A minute. Wait, wait a minute, you got you got good grammar there on this topic. <laughs> 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 he he pearl, looked like a pearled Garcia Vega to me. What about you, Kelly? What did you see there? Oh, I definitely saw that. You described it to a T. You described it to a T. I I thought for sure he was smoking. So. Nah, for sure. But <laughs> what was it? is that? Is that why they part in ways? Just because he was man, getting lit in retirement? It, it's it's official, man. Uh, um, breaking news: NBA legend Paul Pierce had parted ways, according to sources. Uh, Pierce posted a video of himself with erotic dancers on Instagram live on Friday night. <laughs> Pierce has played a key role in the NBA countdown and other ESPN basketball programming. ESPN declined comment. So it's because of the strippers. Because he was getting lit. He, he'll be on the he'll be on the Big Twelve channel next year. Don't trip. Nah, he about to be on TNT tonight, nigga. <laughs> I think that's I trash, man. He double like that. That's trash. Uh, everywhere, nigga. It's on Complex Sports, TMZ. 
Oh, man. P just doing what we all want to do when we retire. Having a good time, man. Nah, he's having a great time. I don't know what ESPN tripping. He wasn't hurt. He wasn't. He wasn't hurt nobody. <laughs> Facts. Before, before I forget, man, we got to shout out Hubert Davis as well, man. Hubert Davis Facts. about to be the first African American coach for North Carolina Tar Heels. Facts. So Former uh, player for oh, Tar Heels. Yeah, um, that's a uh, that's over dope. there. Yeah. Super dope. Somebody was on the. The IG live of Paul Pierce was asking where, where Rachel Nichols was at. <laughs> Man, that was, that's probably what did it. That's probably what did it. Oh, man, P-double. I feel bad for my homie, man. So, uh, Snowfall. Snowfall. Let's get the Snowfall recap, man. Snowfall recap, man. Uh, what the hell happened this week? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, what happened? Is, that, is this when... Uh... Uh, okay, yeah, 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 I remember. So, oh, pops, fucking pops, fucking pops. Now, this nigga, I, I've been telling y'all, this nigga, old man, was gonna drop that dime. I didn't think he was gonna drop it this early, though. I thought it was gonna be like the last episode, and then we just be left in limbo until season five. But this nigga dropped the dime. She out here writing the story. This nigga, then fucking get the fuck out, out. Like, the whole <laughs> <laughs> like, this nigga is triggity trash, man. This nigga pops his trash, snitching. Fucking. So you don't like him snitching? Because I don't. Hell no, nigga. Let's keep it a buck. He tried to talk to the woman, the, the mom, the day before. She wasn't hearing it, and she walked off. She's still she taking these buildings. and these back on her son, nigga. Man, we all three yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pop's gonna be in there anything. My mom gonna have my back. <laughs> he ain't doing. Pop's gonna it. be in the hospital bed <laughs> next episode. Something gonna happen to Pops. Hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. That nigga fucking sleep with the fishes. Like, look, man. Like, if you ain't wanna be down with the shit no more, you could have easily left. You ain't had to put not only your son but your wife out there like that if you ain't want to be yeah. down like look i can't get down with this no more it's killing me inside i'm out and just bounce but no nah, you about to go snitch and tell the whole nine you told on your son your wife your uh brother-in-law we don't know uh, what he said man we know what the fuck he said <laughs> we don't know what he said, said. she hit record it was, it was record worthy it was record yeah documented man Depending on what he said, because that's still in the air, I feel like he was doing what was best. The story was going to come out regardless of his help or without his help. Shawty said, I'm going to air this bitch out. Your family is done, though, if you don't help me. Do what you got to do, but I ain't in it. But because it'd be totally different if it was the cops. It's a motherfucking reporter, nigga. They ain't got shit on yeah. you, B. Like, he ain't yeah, she, you. They no, had no. everything. It's a reporter. They, it ain't the law. It like, ain't. They don't the news can flex on you. Yeah, they don't news can knock on your door. You. Man. <laughs> if they daily news show all the receipts of everything that I've done and saying this is about to be the ne- my next story, I got the whole whole department backing me. This is you know it's gonna be all out there. I can erase you, your parts if you just help me fill in their parts. They ain't gonna erase you, your parts. He gonna say his name. They gonna say Franklin Saint. And, and you the hood, yeah, you the hood nigga. You better call Leon and off that reporter. Factual yeah. and killer, killer. 
Killer, don't ever do a crime with Dizzle. He will drop a dime on us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I won't be doing, I'm not doing crimes. I'm not in this life. Dizzle <laughs> <laughs> ain't doing no time. Yeah. I ain't it was you. that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> nigga with the forces. There you go. <laughs> Nah, man, we yeah. we, it's, we still got to wait because, we, like we said, we don't know what he said. And he couldn't just off the lady because then they wouldn't – the whole newspaper would know that they got something if they just killed the main reporter. I think I think Reed is about to explode. I think I think he's about to have a really charged episode because he doesn't – he's dealing oh, with his brother. That last week? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that was the start. I think, yeah. I, I, I think it continues. Yeah, that was the layup line. It, because homeboy week. set him up. What's his mm-hmm. name? Javi. Javi set him up. Uh, yeah. He about to lose his shit. It's going to go down. Yeah, man. It's, it's about to get real ugly. I mean, you know, you see the situation with uh, man boy uh, sister. Um, you know, she put a hit out. Not on just Leon, but any down, anybody down with the Franklin St. Crew. So mm-hmm. I think somebody about to about to bite the bullet, bro. Yeah. I, I think Aunt Louie about to catch one. Yeah. Every time they sit in a room and they buy a window, I'm just waiting for some something to happen. I'll be sitting there with the, like, uh-oh, somebody about to get popped. Because it, it's too much tension. And like you say, somebody in that core group of people is gone real soon. I got a hot real take. Soon. Uh-oh. What's her name? Uh, The crackhead shawty that's clean now. What's her name? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leon's, Leon, Wanda, she going to save the day. She going to save the day because she's clean now and she's been asking for a job. You know what I'm saying? And Leon right. be like, nah, get out of here. We don't need you, yada, yada. Get yourself clean. So she's clean now. She asked for a job. She going to be the one to save the day. She going to shoot somebody that was trying to come for them niggas. Like she going to be the one. I think it's gonna be Not auntie. Bad. I, I think I'm Louis about to catch a bullet. Yeah, I th- no, I think I'm Louis about to pull the trigger on somebody. I think she about to get active. Mm. Well, shit. What did y'all think about Leon and fucking with the uh the Crips from from around the way and uh Unk coming in there to say today with the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> this look like just more problems. I don't know, man. I don't trust it. Yeah. I, I've been saying I think I think I said in our in our in our preseason uh, uh, predictions that I think Leon was gone. So I don't think Leon got much time left because uh, they just seem to be spacing him away. They just kind of growing him slowly out of this here snowfall season. So I think he gets popped. Mm. That's my prediction: Leon gets popped. Mm. We got three left. We got three episodes left, man. Question is real. You sure it's three? Yeah, we got seven, eight, nine. Uh, well, no, four, four. Yeah, you're right, four. I, think, I also, right? I, I also watch Manifest. I know y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all got to check that out. That's back on TV, going strong. And then on my, on my uh, third, or I guess I call it second shift nap, I woke up in the middle of the night and ended up watching Concrete Cowboy. So, yeah. Shout to Kev for that uh, tweet. I saw that in the middle of the night. I said, hey, I'm wide awake. Why not? So, ended up watching that. That's a really dope movie, man. That was a really yeah. good one. Is it? It's oh, real man. good. It's real it's good, man. It looked you a got, little cheesy. Nah, nah. Ain't no cheese on that. 
on that taco yeah. pimp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, Idris know. Elba up in there, young boy from Stranger Things on there. That nigga grew up. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what the hell they gonna do on the next season of Stranger Things because them niggas supposed to be like in middle school. This nigga like twenty three years old now in real life. Like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck they gonna do with that. Right. That's so what's struggle. So what's the movie about? Because I, I saw the scene. Well, first of all, I'm not confident in Idris Elba. If I see him as the lead, I'm not running to the movie. Like no, nah, he's not the lead. Uh, the young okay. Boy the okay. Lead. Yeah, I heard the little... young boy was like, "Why don't you love me?" And she said some shit like that, and I was very, like, "Very, very Will Smithish." <laughs> Got his Will Smith on. I was like, "Damn, nigga, did you take that shit verbatim?" Right. <laughs> he don't want me, man. <laughs> he don't want me, man. I was like, "Damn, little nigga." Uh, no, uh, you know, um, I mean, the story is uh, the same as a million other stories. It's just the execution of the story. You know, kid getting in trouble back home. Mom sends him to live with his old man for the summer. And mm. trials and tribulations are growing, uh, staying with your pops as opposed to your mom's during the summer with a different but twist on it. It's based off of a, uh, I think I want to say in Philadelphia, yeah. um, like a like a horse raising area that, you know, imagine like, you know, Trotwood getting bought out or a town around here getting bought out and developed. Um, these people came from raising horses and all that stuff and. And once motorized cars and all that stuff came around, they kind of got boxed into to where they were and then eventually bought out and all these different places were getting redeveloped. And they're like the last one. A, a few of the people in the movie were actual people from yeah. the, uh, the uh, I don't know what they call it. It's like a, uh, I don't know, horse a horse stable community. Yeah, right in the hood. Right in the hood. Yeah, in the middle of Philly. It, yeah, was, it was a dope story. It dope was good. Story. It was good. You you ain't watched uh what, what we been telling this dude to watch Killer? Your Honor. Yeah, Your Honor. Yeah. Man. You watch that either. I don't be knowing, but I don't be feel like I have time, man. I I definitely you got be, nine I, jobs, my nigga. That too. Yeah. And a PS5. <laughs> and a PS5. Yeah, I definitely I make time for uh, Snowfall for sure. I don't miss that shit. I be leaving work. Like, <laughs> just leave my computer running. I get back to it. Um, but I don't know, man, because I couldn't even get uh, Last Chance You, I can't even keep that going. That first episode took so long, I thought I was done. <laughs> so it was only an hour. Man, that shit, man. two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch uh, Godzilla. I didn't finish that yet. And uh, Space Jam trailer popped. I'm yeah. definitely making time for that joint. But I don't know, man. I, I got to find some time. Got to find time, man. Killer, you flying out to L.A. when? Thursday. I'll be out there uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hanging with my best friend, gonna go get some tattoos, get a nice lunch on in Malibu, enjoy some of California's legal adventures, and um, kick back there. And then I'm going to Phoenix. My uh, like sports best friend, I play all my sports with. He just got married out in Vegas. I couldn't make the trip, so I'm flying to him uh, Saturday, and we're playing golf Sunday, Monday out in Phoenix. Just chilling, kicking back, watch the Masters this week. So me and me and the guy that I learned the game of golf with, gonna get him for the Masters this week and chill out and uh be back here Tuesday. So podcast gonna have to be uh West Coast edition. <laughs> well you I'll keep us out. posted about 
you know what I'm saying? When you free, we'll chop it. We'll just keep it down to like a quick 20, 30 minute pop. We don't want to interrupt your vacation, man. Oh, it's nothing. I'm going to be solo dolo. So 55 <laughs> inch going to be popping again. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. Who y'all got in the game tonight? Who y'all got in the game tonight? Baylor, Gonzaga, championship game tonight. Who y'all got? Zay. I love an upset. I love an upset, man. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the upset. Baylor, who you got? Dylan. I say Gonzaga. That's only because they've been winning. Uh, I didn't. I. I said I was gonna watch March Madness. I ain't watched the game yet, man. Oh man, you missed the best game on Saturday. Yeah, I, I know. That shit was epic. Like I watched was- that. I watched that whole game and watched the women's final, and that was the two games I watched start to finish of the whole they both March was, Madness. Yeah, they yeah. both were good. Those were really the other game, the Baylor UConn game in the Elite Eight was good for the women too. Uh, mm-hmm. Good hoop, man. Uh, I think Gonzaga's gonna win just because they got. Two post players that can, you know what I'm saying, score inside and out. So I think that's going to ultimately be the determining factor. And we're going to see Gonzaga be uh, 32-0. and 0. Upset first, City. First undefeated team since like 76. Mm. Baylor, Baylor by eight. There it is, man. Well, Killer, you've been right about the, uh, the sports picks. <laughs> trash, You're probably right. Upset City. Y'all ain't uh y'all check out the OG verses last night though. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I was watching it on my phone and I was watching the show at the same time. Very player, very dope. I mean, Steve it was Harvey, one of the best ones, I think. Steve Harvey was out there having a blast. Like yeah. you know, like this was like the his crown of achievement in his in his life, like personally for him. Like yeah, I know he Bucket got list. a radio show. He got you know what I'm saying, been selling out tour dates comedy for for years you know family few but like earth wind and fire the and funny I, the funniest right there chilling with them listen to 40 hits and there were all hits like the funniest meme of the night was steve harvey wanted to be water and earth wind and fire so bad last night <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest meme he was definitely I, did you hear the dating shout out no i that? didn't so he was, it was in between songs, and uh, he was telling a story about Ron Isley, and he was talking about him being in Cleveland. He was like, y'all was down in Dayton, and y'all came up to see us, and he continued the story, but he got had a little Dayton shout-out, and uh, I saw a few people in the chat like, Dayton, what up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I was on the, I kind of was on Triller, and I went to IG to see what the number was. It was like 400K when I was on there. But uh, mm-hmm. I definitely, I, my wife had uh, just left uh, Flint. It's a three-and-a-half-hour drive. Literally watched the entire verses. It was about three and a half hours. Um, Long as fuck. I had two, I had two beers. <laughs> I kicked back and, and and had it on, and um, she made it home right at the end. So she literally the entire verses was the drive from Flint to here. So how is, how is it on Triller? Yeah, it was cool. Um, it had a little buffering. Um, you might you might miss. You know, it, it buffered a few times where it might have skipped ahead or behind, like skipped up two seconds, and you kind of missed. A portion of the song possibly but that would happen to me like once or twice for the most part it, it ran smooth um it was cool uh that was probably top three for me that was definitely uh the knife was in his bag during intermission um, yeah I had, I had i had a good time with that one i was that one was solid i didn't know that was ron Isley though bro until he started talking <laughs> i'm sitting there yeah the, i'm sitting the there low the glasses the the, yeah, the grayed looking, out beer i'm looking for the 
the the the, the, mil, the military box on top, and he, he come up here. He had the hat and the and the, and the white beard jumping. I'm like, who is that they talking about? And when Steve Harvey introduced him, he started talking. I said, oh shit, he out here with the whole whole switch up. So I think yeah. he. Uh, I read I read something this morning, man. Ron Isley had a daughter born in '69 and a son born in '07. So if that tell you anything about that nigga? That nigga is out here. So, <laughs> so you got a daughter born in '69 and a son in '07. You live it. Yeah. Now I think, I think this is one of the, this is one of the yeah, better ones, man. Hello, Ron for his money. <laughs> yeah, for real. The, I, I fuck with the host, like the having having the host carry the transitions, asking questions about. The background of the song, Steve Harvey did his thing, was funny. D Nice was killing it. Yeah. You know, transitions were smooth. Wasn't a whole bunch of extracurricular talking from the DJ. He was getting, he was just in his bag. All right, and now, it, come on. And then the uh, fucking the camera work. Like you can see much more how, how much money they got into this shit now. It's not just the yeah. regular iPad sitting up. You know, they had yeah. angles, cameraman moving around. I'm like, yo, this is a real production right. now. The comments was blocking the half the screen, like yeah. they, they they improved it. Yeah, it was man. clean. It was clean. So who y'all think the rematch gonna be? Like because we know like what the eighth is a uh, SWV and Escape, but and then on four twenty Red Meth, but it's a uh, they keep promoting a rematch. Who is the rematch gonna be? Teddy Riley. Yeah, with this up production value. I think I think with what happened yep. to him and, and uh, he's still the number one joke of the entire verses out of all the verses we had his the sound and all the shit that they dealt with with that one and knowing Teddy Riley or how many hits he got he got twenty more so I I think that all kind of just fits into a rematch situation because because Teddy Riley became almost like the funny laugh of the verses when he should have been one of the one of the top tier ones just because of who he is into music, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's the rematch. No, nah, that no, nah, that's that that's gotta be the rematch. If there was anybody to do the rematch, I will sit back and watch another Teddy Riley. Cause like you said, he got Tony Moore. I'm sure Babyface still got got some I ain't even know about. And mm-hmm. that's this level that we have now reached in terms of verses, that's the that's the rematch that we would want. I mean, that's crazy. Cause I'm with y'all 100%. Like, but you think about Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Isley Brothers. I mean, what other verses could go? They do 20 hits a piece and they bona fide hits. Like, I don't know yeah. too many people that can do that. Like, you get 40 Steve, hits without a doubt. Like, ain't no Steve, question. <laughs> I heard Steve say, How many songs we doing tonight? And it was like 20 something. And Steve said, Huh? This man right here got 27 platinum hits. About <laughs> so he had 28 platinum just hits, not even the albums, not none of that. Just straight platinum hits, 28. So him him alone could have done, you know, versus air some. So I'm loving it, man. I'm 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 looking forward to this here uh this here uh Method Man and Red Man deck. So that's gonna be the good one. <laughs> that's gonna be the good I one. I wonder why. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring something back from Cali. Bompton. Bompton. All right, Pimp, keep us posted about uh when you want to do the pod, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, in sir. and out situation, you know what I'm saying? So you can kick it on your vacay, man. Do your one two thing. Uh yeah. Dizzle, holla at me. Word up, man. All right, fellas. 
You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace.